Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of the Voice of Viola podcast. My name is Mrs. TL, and I'm the teacher librarian here at Viola Desmond. I'm joined today by one of our podcast team members, Jalen. Hi, Jalen. Hi. Jalen, we had something exciting happen last week in our podcast meeting. Do you want to tell our listeners about it? We were able to talk online with Nicola Tooley and Cynthia Graber from the podcast Gastropod. What you're about to hear is some qu- our questions and answers on how to make an excellent podcast. Yeah, and our first question came from Sayani. How did you meet and decide to do a podcast? How did you s- decide on a topic for your podcast? Okay, well, so we tell this story a fair amount, and it, I, I start it, and then Nikki picks up where she comes in. So um, I've been working in radio, and at first I worked in radio before podcasting um, for a really long time, and it got to the point where I thought, hey, you know, I'd really like to do something of my own. And um, I was really obsessed with food. I love food, but I also really love science. I've been writing about science for and doing um, radio pieces and, and stories in magazines for a really long time, too. And so I thought, okay, well, I love food, I love science, and I love history. And so I looked around and I did all this research and I said, is there anybody else who's doing a podcast about food science and history? And I couldn't find anything. Now, Nikki and I already knew each other because we had met on a fellowship about food. And we became friends, and um, she had a lot of knowledge in this area and a lot of expertise. And so when I was thinking about this, and I finally had sort of written up my idea for what I thought I might want to do, I always had this idea that I'd run it by her and see what she thought, and if she saw anything out about that, if she knew that if there was anything that I had missed, um, somebody else was doing a podcast like this. And so one day I was, I was watching Twitter, and I saw that she was having a bad day, and I sent her an, uh, an email, and I said, I really want your feedback. Do you want me to take your mind off your bad day? She said, yes. And so I sent her my note, and she wrote back and said, you need a co-host. So Nikki, you can, you can correct me if you'd like there. Well, so yeah, we had, I had been writing about food for a long time. I had a blog, actually, of my own, uh, all about food. And, um, and so that's how, like Cynthia says, that's how we originally met on this food writing fellowship. And we'd stay in touch and blah, blah, blah. And occasionally, we would email each other things to edit or things like that. But I, at the time I was living in New York and I had got a special invitation to go and see the new, the tunnel for the new Second Avenue subway, right? So this was like a private trip down to a brand new tunnel that no one else was allowed to be in. And I was like, whoa, that is so cool. I'm super excited. And I don't know if you guys have been to New York City, but the subway system is like, It's a little underfunded at the moment, and it can sometimes not get you where it needs to go. And there was a giant rainstorm in New York City, and the subway was flooded, and I got on on one train, and then got off the train, and then got in a taxi, and then the taxi was backed up in traffic, and then I got off the taxi and got on a bus, and then the bus broke down. It was just basically a gigantic nightmare, and I was so angry, and I missed the tour of this special secret tunnel. And so I was just in this gigantic rage. The part is fascinating to us too. So it just seemed really obvious that this would allow us to kind of tell the stories behind. We love eating and we love food, but we also love the stories behind those things. So this allowed us to do both. That was a great question, Cyanie. Yeah, and our next question came from Shalik, who asked, um, Why did you choose podcasting over another type of media? Good question. Well, so for me, it was kind of clear that this, so I've always written for magazines, as I said, but, um, you know, Nikki had this really popular blog, but I hadn't 
that wasn't really what I wanted to do. It wasn't where I thought that I could use my skills the best. And I really love working in audio too. I like both of them a lot, but I've been working primarily in audio, um, as Nikki said, for decades, longer than you guys have been alive. Um, and so, so that just seemed to me to be the way that I could really have a lot of fun and do these things that I love. And, and, and there wasn't anything like this out there is, as a podcast. So just see, and once Nikki said that she wanted to join, I thought this is brilliant because I could tell, you know, we have different voices. So if you listen to the show, you can hear, you can tell who's who. You can hear that there are two different people. But we also have a very similar sense of humor, which really also works very well when you're doing audio because then we can kind of joke about things or make fun of things together. Um, and uh, and it's, it's just what I love. It's fun. Yeah, I had never made a podcast before or done, done any audio. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just a writer. And I was like, oh, this will be fun. And like a fun side project, like not a lot of work, maybe just to, like, pick up the mic. And um, it, it, I thought it would be easier than writing. And of course it isn't. And it takes way longer. <laughs> it's actually way more technical. But I found that it's been really interesting to learn how to do it. And also it's made me a better writer because now when I go, even when I'm doing just a written piece now, when I go there, I listen to how things sound and I'm paying more attention to how things sound. And that's something you can describe in a written piece too and help bring a place to life for people. Like I went to the, um, the, the global seed vault where they're storing all the seeds for the future of humankind and normally I would just write about and this was a written piece and normally I would just write about oh like it looked like this and it looked like that but because I make a podcast even though I wasn't recording I was like oh you can hear the hum of the refrigerators and you can hear the drip of the ice melting and you can hear this and you can hear that and it, it helps you just like it just tunes into a different sense so I think it's really fun even though it was a lot of work, and I could not believe how much I had to learn, and Cynthia had to teach me everything, and it was so painful. And the first time we recorded, <laughs> oh my god, because yeah. you, you need to get good sound quality, so we, we were recording with a duvet over our heads, and it was summer in New York City, so it's like five trillion degrees out, and you have to switch off your air conditioner because that causes all the sound in the background, you don't want that. So I'm sitting underneath my duvet, which is like a five-season duvet. It's like, you know, super warm in, with no air conditioning in New York. And Cynthia's like, no, you have to say that again. You said it wrong. No, you have to say it again. You sound like you're reading. No, you have to say it again. I mean, we, you know, as it happens when you work with someone, you want to kill them. <laughs> she didn't do particularly well that first time, so we were both not doing, we weren't very happy, but after that it was great. Way to sugarcoat it, Cynthia. Thank you for that. <laughs> I knew it would get better. She just, as you guys are probably learning in podcasting, it actually isn't, it's not natural. You need to learn how to write in a way that sounds like you're speaking. It sounds natural for your voice, and it might be different for different people. And you have to learn how to be able to deliver it in a way that sounds natural. And by the second episode, it was fine. But the first episode was a little tough. But for me, also, I spent um, I spent a long time in theater when I was growing up, and I always loved microphones. So for me, getting into audio was really fun, and it was kind of a natural fit with what I had always loved to do when I was a kid. What a great answer and a good connection to the things we do here at Viola Desmond. Next up, we had someone who may sound familiar to those of you listening. 
Jalen. Being a massive foodie myself and being and yes. been to New York a few times. What we do is we both sit in our closets with all our clothes. That's how we make a, a room kind of sound like a studio. Because when you have a lot of clothes around, it sort of it, it absorbs all the bouncing sound. So, and sometimes you want the background sound. So that's another thing we'll often do. Like um, you have to think about what things you want the person to say when you're in a quiet space with them, and what things you want them to say when you're actually in the you know maybe you're in a restaurant or you're in a factory or you're in a place that's making lots of interesting sounds. Um, but there are sounds that can also make it harder to hear a person's voice. So that's a decision to make. It's like, which questions am I ask while we're walking around you know, the cheese-making factory? And which questions am I going to ask when we're sitting down in the little office at the side later and the sound quality is better? You know. And also, one thing you might want to do if you ever do an interview with like a chef or um, you know, somebody who makes cheese or things like that is get them to describe what they're doing and get them to describe the sounds because they can do it in a way that you might be able to use. Um, but you're asking also about the technical things. This is my recorder here, it's a Sony. Oh. And then I plug into it this microphone here. Nikki has a Sony too, it's a little bit, um, it's not quite as an expensive version as mine, but these are my two trusty mic and recorder. And then the program we use is called Hindenburg and it was designed for um, audio recorders, people who make podcasts, people who make radio. And so it, it's just complicated enough to do the things you need to do for a podcast, but it's actually pretty easy to learn, so it's my favorite program. Thanks for the answer. That really got me thinking. Next up, we had Jasvini ask one of her questions. So Jasvini's next. How much time does it take you to record, edit, and release one episode? Oh man, um, <laughs> it depends. There are well, as we uh, every time we sit down to write to uh, write an episode, for sure, Cynthia and I are like, wait, this one isn't writing itself. Why? Um, <laughs> it's always harder than we think, even when it's easy. But you know, some episodes where we interview a lot of people and we travel and stuff, we could be working on them on and off over the course of months. But then when we actually get down to it and we're just we're just fit, like structuring the episode, figuring out which cuts we're going to use, how writing our script around it, recording it, and mixing it. We usually do that in four or five days, something like that. Then you have to edit it. You have to listen. You have to, you know, re-record re the bits that you don't like. You have to cut all the bits that you thought were really interesting but turn out to be totally boring when you listen to them. And then, um, and then listen again and make sure you haven't messed it up and stuff. So I'd say it's a push when we do it in less than a week. Uh, we can, we have, when we're scrambling, you know, you kind of try to, sometimes you're under the gun and one of us is traveling and we have to squeeze in the time, but we like to have a week to spend on an episode. Is that right, Cynthia? Yeah, well, and also just remember when Nikki says a week, it's two people doing nothing else for that. Like, this is the job, right? So yeah. it's two people who are spending all their time that week just on that episode, and that's only once we start writing it. So before that, we had to do all the research on the topic. We had to choose the people we were going to interview. We had to write questions. We did the interviews. We had to transcribe the interviews afterwards. We use a software that helps us with that stage, but so um, it's, it, it, these take a really long time to do. Good to know that our podcast club is just like the professionals. Our podcasts take a long time to produce, edit, record, and get up on the iTunes as well. Ugh. Our next question is from Sayeni, and she asked, How did you generate listeners? How did you decide on a branding image, and did you do that yourself? 
Even just coming up with a name for our podcast was a nightmare. We uh, spent ages coming up with terrible names, and then I went for a hike with a friend of mine, actually, and he came up with it, which was amazing, and we found that it had been, the, the URL had been bought by someone already, you know, the web address, but we managed to persuade that person to give it to us, and then we had a name, and then a friend of yours, Cynthia, did our branding. You want to yeah. pick that piece up? Yeah, so we, we, um, we did pay people even when they were friends of ours, because if they're going to do that work for us, we wanted you know, to honor how that it's their professional time too, but she did cut us a deal, and she's an absolutely amazing graphic designer and photographer. Um, she took some of our professional photographs mm. that we use of the two of us together, and she designed our logo for us, and she designed... Um, kind of the image that we use on Facebook and our avatar on Twitter and uh, and so we just told her what our name was and what we were going for and she kind of came up with this it looks sort of like a fork with the sound waves coming out of it and um, yeah I mean so so we found people who were good at those things and used their skills because we weren't good at coming up with the name and neither of us certainly were going to be able to do the branding for the show. What do we say guys? Thank you! They've been composing them for a while. We really appreciate your time and we really enjoyed the podcast and thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, giving us a lot to think about. Thank you. I fangirled pretty hard that we had two of my favorite podcasters doing an interview with our podcast club. How about you, Jalen? Yeah, I thought it was nice. It was a really good experience knowing how to make a podcast and how we can elevate off of our mistakes to make this big world called podcasting. Mm-hmm. I it was really nice of them to give us their time, and we really appreciated it. So thanks, Gastropod Girls, and uh, we will keep listening and hope you do too. Yay!